0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to the back porch conjure. And this is E5 Bayo. Grab a seat, cop a squat, grab a chair, and sit down, and be grateful, and be thankful, and definitely, definitely get you something to drink—some water, some juice, some coffee, some tea. Shit, it's six. It's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. I am Ifa Bale. and today is my day. Today is my birthday. You know, being little, growing up, me and my brother, man, would get up. Alicia Washington, her grandmother, had a restaurant. And, you know, whoever we walked past, today is my sister's birthday. Today is my sister's birthday. And, you know, people would give us money. And we'll go to the diner, to Lisa's grandmother's diner, and we'll get a Sasha's biscuit. Man, it was nothing like her Sasha's biscuit. I'm telling you, she made those homemade biscuits, that buttermilk biscuits, and she had them Sasha's patties. Back then, it was like seventy-five a dollar, and we'll get one, one for him, one for me, and we'd we'll be walking up the street, money be pinned on my shirt, and. You know, people give us money, child, please. You know, back then they give you a quarter, a dollar, you know, make sure you're good. Give you some candy or take you to the store and buy you something, you know. And then for lunch, we'd get a hero, ham and cheese. Get a hero, lettuce and tomatoes, mayonnaise. Man to put onions on his side. I ain't like onions then. And, um, you know, we sit in the park with our our fifty-cent Soda and our chips, and then, by dinner, my mother will have a cake and some ice cream, and we'll have some, but we'll definitely have uh, some some money in our pocket, right, from early morning until that evening. We're going to have some money in our pocket, and, you know, my brother, he got me many a times. All the money we get, Donna, come on, we're going to go in the backyard and grow a money tree. I said, okay, okay. Me and myself believing in my brother, my brother, man, we're going to get a money tree. Come on. Because you're going to plant this. This motherfucker dig a hole in the ground. Say, <laughs> so you plant this and a money tree going to come out. you going to have so much money. What you going to buy? And I just get so excited. I'm gonna buy me a baby doll. I'm going to buy me this. I'm going to buy me a bunch of candy. I'm going to buy me this and this. He said, okay, you're planting and this tree is going to come gotta water it. Can't dig it up. Gotta water it. And I'd take all my money. Man, they never went over like $25. Like, that's the most I had. I was 9, 10. And this motherfucker would sit there and watch me plant this tree. <laughs> and he'll steal my money. <laughs> and I'd be back there every day watering it, watering it. Sometimes he'll put a plant out there. You know, sometimes he'll be like, I don't know what you did. Were you bad? Like if I got in trouble in school or something. He'd be like, you bad? Money tree ain't coming. Oh, this nigga was good. Even at a young age, he was good. Right? And I I fell for it every year. Every year, like fucking clockwork, I would fall for it. Because he was my brother. He was my big brother. Until I turned 12 years old. This motherfucker would say, yo, you going to play in the money tree? I said, I should whoop your ass for real. That's serious. This was the conversation. I, said, I should whoop your ass for all the times you stole my goddamn money. I should beat the shit out of you. I was like, but you my brother. I'm going to let you pass. Don't, don't forget, though. I owe your ass whooping. <laughs> and that was the last of him in this day of money tree for my birthday. You know? Him. Oh, man. And listen, I can't complain about anything I went through. I'm serious. Because when you think about all the shit you go through, it prepares you for where you are today. I would fight. I would argue with people. Man, don't say shit about my name. Don't lie on my name. Like, that was a pet peeve of mine growing up. Don't lie on my name. If I was there, I'm going to admit it, you know. And I would get so aggravated, even in my adulthood, when my boss John would say, If they put my name in something, he's like, you know, if you pull on the carpet, you better have the right shit. You better have the proof because if not, she coming and I can't control her because I just thought, you know, my name was so valuable to me. Don't lie on my name. Don't lie on me. Right. That's that was just embedded in my head. You know. I can say for the past five years, and i tell you when that awakening came. We were at a drumming, and someone lied on my name, right? And they told my godmother all these lies. And I sat there, and I heard a voice in my head. You can't fight no lie. Truth gonna come and rebuild itself. Just stop fighting a lie. And if they loved you and knew you and knew your character... They wouldn't have brought this shit to you. That's all I heard in the voice of my mama and my daddy. For real. So when my godmother was sitting there and they was telling me, I said, listen, one thing I'm not going to do is fight a lie. I said, I didn't say it. You bring the person in front of me and let them tell me what I said. or My godfather looked, he said, I told you all. He went in the back. He was doing the ceremony. He said, you want to say? You know, we ready to do this. I said, nah, I'm out. And he said, all right, I love you. I talk to you later, Evay, because he passed away. And that's the day when I learned. I don't have time to fight. Whatever you hear or someone says about my name, if you know me, it's very easy to pick up a phone and ask. You don't do that? Then believe it. That means you didn't know me anyway. Cause you should know my character. You should know what? She 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 did this in this religion. Nah, that's not her. Mm-mm. Now, I know in this day and age, everybody want to question everybody. But there's still some good people that stands on their morals and characters. And if you know them and you know that's not them, first thing I'm going a, I'm to a do is I'm going to call them an axe, Because they might have didn't know it. It could have been an accident. Or it could be someone else. Like the whole time when everybody was saying it was me that was there and it was me that was, you know, around these people that were being raped and all that. I still take offense to that. I'm telling y'all, for some of y'all, because I ain't ugly. It was you e. Joyce. It wasn't me. So, because all black people look the same. I know you lying. But it, all it did was take a phone call to say, hey. See, people love to try and convict you before even finding out. So, instead, you know, people go with it. Oh Because well, that mirror is the reflection of you. So, just because you may do it don't mean... There's somebody else to do that. That's your character. That's your flaw. That's you. That's not everybody. I can't stand when women say, oh, my God, all men are dogs. No, Peter that fucking betrayed you and cheated on you is a dog. Not all men. Stop blaming all men. Oh, I can't deal with all females. No, girl, Kim that fucked you over, that dissed you and slept with your man is the bitch you can't trust. Stop blaming us. We didn't do nothing to you. We just met you. Oh, I can't trust females. No, bitch, you can't trust yourself. Thank you very much. And now I'm moving on. Because we we get into this whole thing of everybody has to be bunched together. Oh, my God, we all like crabs in the barrel. No, 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 no. I love it. I love when the elders give you some wisdom. When I was in Atlanta, this girl I said that. Oh, my God, black people like crabs in the barrel. He said, you ever saw crabs? Huh? He said, do you you ever watch crabs? He said, you know... When you're pulling the crab up, the other one links on. Because they're they're in a cluster. They're family. The other one links on. Not to pull him down, but to rise him up. My brother's going. Come on, grab on. Everybody, grab on. And it becomes like a human chain. And if you put them on the floor, they'll when they see that. Okay, we ain't going in no danger. They all go together. If you ever was on the beach, I remember we were all on the beach at night, and they looked so beautiful where they were just going in a cluster and just all going in unison. And their main job was to get back to the water after they burrowed under the sand and they came out and they was getting back to the water. And it was so beautiful. But we want to get into this mentality of, oh, everybody's trying to drag you down. No. No. Some of those hands are trying to lift you up, but you're so broken and so hurt and, and so stuck in your ways that every hand you feel is trying to dog you out, and they're not. It's okay if you're going to correct me. Don't embarrass me. Hey, Ifa Baio, you shouldn't do that right there. That's not, but I'm going to show you why. And now you have taught me something so I can teach the next generation, but don't get on a line. Oh, bitch, you can't be doing that, bitch. Uh-uh, that, that. No, because now I'm going to become defensive. But if you put me to the side and explain it to me, great. I've learned something. You've learned something because now we've learned from each other. You've learned to correct people in a loving way, in a supportive way. And I've learned to accept it and add it to my life. So now that I know better, I can do better instead of, oh, y'all bitches don't know. No, no. There's no great I am in this. There's no, oh, I'm the Alpha and Omega. No, we're all going the same journey. We all are. We just got on different shoes. That's it. That's it at the end of the day. We're all going toward the same journey to get closer to the creator, to live a peaceful life, to have a prosperous life. We all going there. The only thing different is we all got different shoes. And I got that shit from Lizzie when I said, wow, that's life too. Lizzie said when I was in Vegas, she said, all the casinos are the same. The only thing different is the carpet. And everywhere we went, I looked down and and was like, shit, she ain't never lie. It's the same with us. We are all going toward the same journey. The only thing that's different is our shoes. Some of us have on Palenciagos. Some of us have on Procads. Some of us have on Uptown. Some of us have on Skippies. Some of us have on regular flip-flops. Some of us have on Fucking work boots. Some of us have on army boots. We all have on a different pair of shoes. Because we already know our road, some of it ain't easy. Some of us are spoon fed. That's why we wear flip-flops. Because we're spoon-fad. We are spoon fed. we do not want to learn nothing for ourselves. We just want somebody to give it to us. So we take our happy-go-lucky ass over there on that goddamn hot, cold... With our flip-flops melting, burning the fuck out our feet, praying that somebody give us water to cool them shits down. But we just all have on different shoes. And it's, it, it, <clears throat> I tell you, I've learned in this age, man, people are people. People are people. They just people. You will destroy yourself expecting for people to be or do as you would. Biggest lie, let me tell you. People are people. I don't care if they're related, friends, whatever. People are people. And majority of these people are hurt. They may have been hurt when they were children. They may have been hurt in their teenage years. They may be hurt in their adult years but they're hurting and they don't know how to deal with that hurt. So they will hurt you in the long run or anybody that's in their path. And it's never the person that hurt them or cut them. So that's why I said people are people. Some people heal just enough to get by. Some people heal totally and move on. Wait, you would think they dead because you haven't heard from them. And then when you do see them, you see them happy, living their life. And you go, hey, I haven't seen you in years. Man, where you been? Well, I moved on, you know, just enjoying life. Wow. Hey, you know, such. I got to go. You be good. Because they don't want to sit back at the table they left. They don't want to go by the bridge that they burnt. So, and we are quick to do that, which I have no idea why. I was on Jamaica Avenue, So a friend. She was like, yeah, girl, you hurt. Heard... Wait, stop. How you doing? How's your life? How's everything? Why are you quick to tell me about some people that I have, I'm not even in their life? For real talk. I don't even associate with these people. I, I haven't lived on their block in 20 something years, ma. Why are you sitting here telling me about them? Oh my God, you changed. No, I grew up. I grew up. I'm not 12 no more. Well, girl, you heard what happened. No, I I didn't hear it. My ears is clean now. Uh Uh-uh. Well, let me tell you. No, do me a favor. Don't tell me. I I don't care. I don't want to know. What? No, no. No, no, no. I've learned that in these years, the love that you give. Never matches that the love you get in return. So just be happy with what you get, but be happy that the love that you give. I love watching uh, King Richard, Serena and Venus Father, the movie that Will Smith played. Because the way he broke down Cinderella was amazing to me. And I said, yo, he ain't never lie. See, we look at Cinderella and the first thing we think about is the shoes, the ball, and the prints. Oh, yeah, the wicked stepmother. They, they, they don't. They wouldn't have been me. Mm-hmm. But see, what's the beauty of Cinderella and how he broke it down is no matter all the shit that they put that girl through, she never changed her character. Now, technically, let's be honest. She could have poisoned them because she was making the food. She could have killed all of them. The story would have been over in less than five minutes. (laughs) You would have saw the the opening credits, and wow, everybody ate tea and crumpets. They dead. Now the movie over. Okay. She could have poisoned them. She could have ran away. She could have said, fuck this, beat up all of them, set them up. She could have did anything anything. She could have went and told the king, lied on them, said she, the, the stepmother and the kids said death to the king is set up. They could have went there and destroyed all of it. Burned, accused them of witchcraft. She could have did all kinds of shit. But she didn't. She did not. Now, some of y'all may say, well, because she's stupid. I would never have done that. Fuck that. I would have beat him up. No. Uh-uh. I would have told the king. I would have laughed. Fuck that house. Her character never changed. She still was the loving Ella. Then they added Cinder because she was sleeping by the fireplace. Now, here it is, her father and them. They had a nice chunk of change. He was, you know, well off. They weren't wealthy. They weren't rich. But they were okay. She had a home, a room. She had servants. And now, because today, you top dog. In less than 24 hours, you could be the maid or the butler. And that's what she became. They took her room. They took her clothes. They took everything. She didn't have to sit there and be. She could have said, fairy godmother kill everybody. Fuck it. Kill everybody. Burn this shit down. I wish for my own castle. She didn't do that. She just wanted to go to the dance. To be a girl. To enjoy her life. She done worked all fucking week. Sewing and feeding and cleaning and washing. I just want a day to have fun. And they granted her that with restrictions. You go, you got to be back by 12 midnight. Clock strike 12, you're coming back. And she did that. And on the way, she changed back to herself. The magic was gone, Except for that one slipper. Okay. She went back to doing the maid stuff. The mother, the stepmom, the sisters went back to treating her like she ain't shit. But they were so envious of the mysterious girl. Oh, who was she? The king was, the king was uh, you know, unthogled by her. And the prince kept on dancing with her all night. Who was she? I heard. Then they stopped making rumors because they didn't know who she was. I love the story. They started making rumors. Oh, I heard she was poor. I heard, I heard she was a maid disguising as someone. I heard she didn't even have money. I heard she has two husbands, so she can't. And so it got back to the prince ears, the gossip. And he said, we got to find who she is. Because everybody had a story to tell, you know? That's just like in real life. If people don't know your business, they will create a fucking story about you. Now that's the one thing I never did. I didn't tell people my business. Now I did tell people. No, I didn't have my ball, so I couldn't. I couldn't do things. I wasn't. I wasn't presented to the room, so I couldn't put beads on. So you know, I was. I was being honest. And then the stories came when they didn't know the full thing. Oh, because she's not really crowned, or they crowned her the wrong crown, or you know, she didn't have it. No, I just didn't have the money. No matter what, I didn't have the money. So, everybody was coming up with their own story. Oh, I heard that she wasn't done right. Or you know, No, I was done correctly. I really was. So, then when the truth came out, those people that lied disappeared. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, here it is. She got her wish. One day of just relaxing and having fun. Being a young lady, dancing, and enjoying, fellowshipping, that's it. She went back to her regular duties. But in the end, even when she had the opportunity to destroy her stepmother and them, she didn't. She just banished them from the kingdom, go somewhere else. And that was it. That was it. That was it. I remember when my mother in law, right? She she used to always say she wasn't spiritual. <laughs> she would light candles on our asses beyond, and no, it, it was it wasn't a lie. Like there's not, cause you know how some of y'all are. Oh, they lighting candles and there's no proof. No, this was proof. So when I was working at the Botanica, this sister named. Uh, Alma, right, Anna, <laughs> when I first started, she said, you got a mother-in-law, she said, and she really wants to see you, like, just fucked up, so she took the gunpowder, she told me to open up my buckles, or my belt, and untie my shoes, and she made it like an arrow, she put it to the door, and she pop, pop, after she let it, she lit it with a cigar, It's cool. Coolest thing i ever seen when I first started, right? She she gave me a cleaning. She um, made up a bath. She said, take this bath. I remember because it was before New Year's. She said, take this bath. She said, now, remember this. It's going to come a day that you're going to see your mother-in-law. And everything I told you, she said, I won't see you. But everything I told you about your mother-in-law and what she do, you're going to see it with your own eyes. She said, I guarantee that. She said, now it's up to you. You can forgive her or you can destroy her. But that'll be your moment. Saying whatever it is, whatever you choose to do the day or tomorrow, it's on you. I said, Thank you. Now mind you, it wasn't right away. It had to be maybe about I was I was working in the Botanica. This happened in January, like the ending of December, right? Going into January because she told me, she said, you're going to you're going to make this bath and you're going to take it three days before and three days after. So I said, OK, All right. So <clears throat> excuse me. uh, So around about August. I'm walking to work. Because I remember because I had on red, green, and yellow. You know, everybody thought I was Jamaican. I had this beautiful head wrap. I took a picture, too. I have a picture with me in the red, the green, and the yellow, right? Um, and it was. It was popping. Because I had got a skirt, a dress skirt for it. And I had the head wrap for it. So, everywhere I went that day, everybody was like, you from Jamaica? Like, wow. And I was like, no, I just like the colors. So, anyway. I'm walking into... The Botanica. So it was on Gabriel Boulevard, right? Now, a lot of people always say this, and I've never paid attention, dead serious. When I wear white, everybody knows who I am. Hey, that's Donna. That's E. 5 a What's up? But when I wear color, no one knows who I am. I could walk through crowds, and i would be like, yo, I was there. They'd be like, bitch, I ain't see you. I ain't see nobody in white. Because that's what they're looking for. That's amazing to me. So... I'm walking, right, and singing, walking and singing, going to work. I see my my mother-in-law. She don't see me, right? So she walks past the botanica because whoever she was talking to, she walked past them. But then she doubled back. Now I already walked in. I was in the back, right? Put my stuff down, get ready to put up some candles and stuff and come up in the front because Yoli was there, Yoli and Lucy. So she's in the back. So I, we, we, I seen her. She didn't see me. Right? So she's grabbing her candles and stuff. And she's going to the front. And Yoli asked her, how's that fucking daughter-in-law yours? Because, you know, I hope we hurried up and got rid of that bitch. So now I walk behind the counter. I said, hey, Miss Ford, how you doing? She was like, hey, baby. She said, I'm just here, you know, because they're telling us we got to move. So Yolanda said, you know her? I said, yeah, I'm the daughter-in-law. Yolanda looked at me and said, what? I said, yeah, I was married to her son. I'm the daughter-in-law. She said, yo, D, I'm sorry. I said, what you sorry for? So I knew right then and there, none of that shit worked. (laughs) None of it. That depleted everything with me right then and there, right? She said, oh, you know, we're losing our house and dead serious. And at that moment, I could have. I could have went and destroyed them. I could have cursed out. I could have cursed out Yoli. I could have acted a fool. I mean, I had that moment. I gave her my number. I said, call me if you need help. And she walked away. And when I saw Anna, I hugged her. And she said, what you do? I said, believe it or not, I even offered to help her. She said, you know what? You are a better woman than me she said i will tell you i would have killed that bitch and dealt with god when i got up there that's anna's belief right true letter. i love her though she said but you have a good heart she said i'm serious you're a better woman than me she said because i'd have molly her ass and then i would have destroyed her she said but i knew you was gonna forgive her and i hugged her and i was like yo i love the shit out of you man And that was it. That was it. We have choices. We have, and this is what I learned. We have choices. We have chances. We have so many opportunities. We got a lot of stuff that we're capable of doing. Within a 24-hour day, we will choose, majority of us, the mess, And we will focus and stress ourselves out on what people, how they validate us, how they perceive us. We will worry about what they're saying about us, how they think about us. Wasting valuable fucking time on bullshit. Because that's what it is at the end of the day. This lady spun all this money to destroy my black ass. And here it is. You stand in front of me with all the shit you done did or tried to do. And everything you wished on me happened to you because my hands were clean, dead serious. I loved the shit out of her son. I didn't take him away or, you know, tell him, no, you can't be around your family. Not at all. I came from a big family. So did he. I never stopped that. I never said, yo, no, don't do that. But for some strange reason, that woman just rather seen my ass in dirt. And it was crazy because even before her son left this beautiful earth, he said, I apologize for everything that happened. I said, no need. I love you. Love you, big guy. And that was it. So, people are, people have their own agenda. You do get a choice. I always, it's not the high road, but it's not a factor. You know, especially if I know I've done nothing wrong to you. I am going to continue to keep living. I am not going to sit back and just worry about what you're thinking, saying, saying, None of that. None of that. But we are focused on on that. And over and over, I try to tell people, yo, why are you worrying about that? My son's father is very emotional, right? He is. Young is very emotional. Well, something that I think you won't have, you shouldn't put energy into, he will, Right? He's impatient. I have patience. I'm not rushing to something. I need to make sure, and I don't take too long, but I need to make sure that this is something I want to do, you know, because we, we, we set ourselves up for failure and I'm not into that. I've done that enough times when I was young. I'm not doing that shit no more. If it's not something that I want to do, something that's going to help me or help my next generations, if it's nothing I'm investing in, or if I don't have the time or the patience, or uh, it's it's both of us need to profit off it. The person that's offering it, as well as me, right? We both need to profit off it. If we both are not, then why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? Because I'm not. Well, young is the total opposite. Young will. Rush into it and beat his own ass later on. And me being like, I'm silly in the cup, color purple. Remember when Mr. put that food there? She just sat there watching it. And he she painted the room, painted the wall after he done burnt up everything and shit. Then you notice when he used the, the goddamn kerosene, he blew everything up. She ran her ass outside. That's me. That's just how I look at Young. Like, what the fuck? Right? And then, you know, we'll tell people, hey, you you know, you're going to get it right. You're going to get it right. But if you keep doing it wrong 15, 15 times, nah, you you leave it alone. <laughs> it's not for you. It's not for you. Because we, we go through this thing, right, that I've noticed. Keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Listen, my number's five. And not because I'm crowned or shown. I just have three and five are, like, the numbers that I always love. So, Technically, I was so happy that those numbers coincide with what I love since I was a kid. You know, I always thought the triangle was an amazing goddamn uh, shape. And I always thought three was the magic number. Right. I used to love when Schoolhouse Rock, three is the magic number. I used to love that shit. Right. So and five to me, my mother had five kids. So five to me is always I'm the fifth child. I am the fifth child of my mother. Five. So, I just love it. So, when it all happened, I was like, damn, all of this is a coincidence. But shit, there's no such thing as coincidence. This was all ordained from the day I was born. So, I need to accept that and walk in my truth and my light. So, okay. So, my mother had five kids. I'm the fifth child. I am her fifth child. There was no other children after me. That's it. Five was the number. Bow. So, uh, <laughs> So, when coming up. If I did it more than five times, it ain't worth doing no more. Three was my cutoff. Tell me, do it once. You know, you explained it. Okay, I'll do it again. Okay. This last time. Listen, you sure? I'm going to go back. Make sure this go into this. This is this. This fits this. And this is how it's going to look, right? Okay, I'm walking through it. You standing here. It didn't look like that. It's not for me. I'm out. Bye. Bow. But guess what I don't do. I'm not gonna call and be like, "Hey, how that worked out?" Or you know, did somebody else get it? It didn't work out for me, so it's not. I'm not worried about it. I'm not calling. I'm not keeping account for it. I'm not trying to keep up with it. It's not mine. So guess what I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna carry it. Cause we also carry bags that don't fit us. Why I'm carrying this bag? It don't have nothing to do with me. It's not even mine. And shit in this bag belong to me. So why I'm carrying it? No. Uh Uh-uh. Hey, Efa, can you do me a favor? Nope. Why? Favors become my responsibility and it's not mine. Nope. Just like this bag ain't mine. No, baby. Take your shit. Bye. Uh Uh-uh. Can you hold it? Nope. I don't hold nobody's bags. I don't know what the fuck you got in there. You won't have my ass going to jail. Nope. That's okay. I'm good. And that's real. That's real. But you know, when you are being your authentic self, you're always going to be an asshole to somebody. You're always going to be a problem to somebody. You're always going to be, oh, she thinks she's better than anybody. You're always going to be something. So you might as well be the best of whatever the fuck you are. Because you're not going to please everybody. Everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to accept you. Everybody's not going to praise you. Everybody's not going to support you. It's okay. Guess what you should focus on? Those that do. The ones that support you. The ones that love you. The ones that are there for you. Those are the ones that you pay attention to. Why do we pay attention? Oh, because it's embedded in us. How? Oh, when we're kids. When we're kids. I've learned this. When we're kids. You know how your mama go, don't be with those people. They ain't got no sense. They bad. They going to lead you into something. We be with them even more. Oh. Don't date that boy. He ain't shit. He going to dog you out, drag your ass for the guards, but you're going to love him even more. We have this mechanism in our head as colored folks, right? Serious, real talk. When someone say don't do it, we do it anyway. Because why? We want to prove you wrong. Nope, I'm going to do it because I'm going to prove you wrong. And in reality, the seniors, the elders, they know more than you. They have more time of being stupid and making fucked up choices. But we don't want to see that. We want to prove them wrong because we're arrogant. We got an ego. We need to know, like, she, she don't know everything. I know stuff, stuff. So we get dragged for the guards. We get fucked over. We get this. And then we get mad. And we blame everybody. But you know who we blame first? They working voodoo on us. I'd be like, damn! why can't they be praying on you? Why can't Jesus keep be getting you? Why you always got to convert to voodoo? You, I'm sitting there talking to my cousin, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't fuck with them. He said, yeah, because you know they're going to think you working voodoo on it. Why? Why Why can't y'all fucking Christian people say y'all praying on them and praying for their downfall? Why it always got to be we working voodoo on you? No. No. Stop. And he's like, well, you know, that's just how people are. No, that's just how y'all are. No. It's called accountability. you doing fucked up shit. You're going to get fucked up shit in return. That's it. Change the narrative. Change your behavior. Go get some therapy. Stop. The first thing we we pull out the hat, they put voodoo on me. They working on me. Oh, gosh. People always take the easy way out. Nobody don't want to take accountability because then that means that you're growing up. You got to be responsible. And not everybody want to be responsible because it's better to play the victim and play weak. A girl told me, you know, oh, uh, you need to have uh, a man, you know, I said, get married. No, no, no. You know, just have a man. you like, that ain't my, we ain't married, but that's my husband. Bitch, you lying. Yeah, I said it. Bitch, you lying. That's your boyfriend. And y'all live together. Y'all roommates. What y'all building? Oh, well, evidentially, a man is going to know right from the start if he wants you to carry his last name. Let's be honest. The same way a woman lets you know within the first three words that come out of your mouth that she's going to sleep with you. It's just, it's, it's normal behavior. Okay? Now, or if you are potential. Now, if I'm living with you, I got this from Sister Maris Jackson. I love her for that. Right? If you want to live with a man, you playing house. So you're building your foundation on sand. So guess what happens when... Shit hit the fan. Your fault. Your shit is washed away. Because I remember before I got married to Craig, I was sit there and say, no, that's my husband. That's my husband. Sister Marge Jackson said, when you got married, girl? Congratulations. I said, no, we ain't get married. She said, so stop saying it. Because you're lying. That's not your husband. That's your boyfriend. That's your roommate. Y'all live together. You're shacking. She said, those that play house don't deserve a house. I said, what? I said, you can't say that. She said, no, I can, because that's truth. You sitting here lying. Nobody's correcting you. What? Wait, what? You're lying. You're lying not only in the house of the Lord, but you're lying to everybody, and you're lying to yourself. I said, damn, Sister Morris Jackson. But she was right. We sit there. Oh, yeah, that's my, that's my husband. Oh, my God. Happy anniversary. Oh, no, we ain't married yet. Or the beauty. Because they don't want to look stupid. So they got to dress up the pretty lie. You know, we don't believe in marriage. Oh, okay. But when all your friends start getting married, now your house is in a fucking uproar. I don't know why I'm spending all these years with him. He only want to marry me and everybody else get married. I'm the only fucking one that's a girlfriend. You choose that. Choose better. A man is quick. Well, a boy, because not a man, a boy. Let me rephrase that. A boy and a male are quick to license their dog before they get a marriage license. Isn't that something? And a lot of them have mommy issues when they don't do that. Right? People got mad at me when I said, my son get married because he already have a kid. Oh, you can't make him get married? He ain't having no baby out of wedlock. We breaking this shit. What? He's a male. He's a, he's a male. He's not a man yet. He's a male. Uh-uh. You ain't playing house. Let her know she has a father. Right? i tell you a story. And this story broke my heart. That's why I was so hard on my son. My father and my mother, to me, you know, my parents, they were great. They were fallible. You know, great parents to me. So when my mother passed away, they had got my father up there in the hospital, and Mary Macklin wouldn't allow my father to sign the death certificate. So I'm sitting there get ready to go off, right? I'm getting ready to go off. I think that was the first real conversation me and my pops ever had, as an adult, as a father, and I saw his hurt, cause. You know, they are mirrors. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the doctor and them, and I'm like, that's, that's my father, you know, that's his wife. Um, he got sign the death certificate. That's his wife laying there. And the doctor and the nurse looked at me and said, we asked him for a marriage certificate or the day they got married because everything's in the computer. And my father looked and he put his head down. So my oldest brother had to sign a death certificate. So while we was getting on the elevator, he looked at me, man. My father was crying. He said, every day I would ask her to marry me. She wouldn't. I said, what? He said, we never got married. He said, she wouldn't. She wouldn't marry me. He said, I asked her. He said, well, she wouldn't. He said, so we just made it seem like we were married. And I was like, wow. So it all made sense, right, for a lot of things growing up. He said, but do me a favor. Don't play house. And don't allow your children to play house. He said, have no regrets, but don't. And we had this conversation of, his mistakes, and his failures and flaws. And I saw my father not only as my dad, but a man and a human that can fail, that makes mistakes. He wasn't Superman. He was a man, he wasn't Superman. Parents, people, we fuck up. We do the best we can with what we have. We love life to the fullest. But we make some bad choices. And in the end, we all pay for it. Because it affects everyone. Right? But when you get that moment to speak your truth, you can apologize. You can deny. You can explain. You can shed light, and make sure it doesn't happen again. So that's why I was hard on mine. Because my parents explained a lot of things to me. And we are not here to repeat the same fucked up things. When you know better, you do better. That is it. My mother and them didn't understand money management. Her being from Ament, Louisiana, he's being from Asheville, North Carolina. They just had to get it and live it and spend it before the weekend. That was it. That was it. Can't take it with you. Just spend it. Fuck it. There was no direction. There was no discipline when it came to that. You make the money, we spend it. That's it. That's all. In, out, in, out. That's it. That's all. Not worrying about a rainy day. Not worrying about the bills. We had lights cut off, water cut off. Man, we know that shit so well. We panic. I know I do. I panic when a bill come and be like, nah, I gotta hurry up and pay this shit because I I know how it feels to live without. You know what I'm saying? So I had to relearn, recalibrate, unlearn a lot of shit growing up. But I also cultivated and Added on more of the things I learned as well. My mother taught us to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. When I came up here, you know, people were like, "Um, here I am, I'm an adult. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Don't call me that. Oh, my God, I feel old. No, don't do that. Don't do that. My daughter and them still call people. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, miss, miss such and such. What? you you my mother's friend. You're older than us. We, oh, I feel so old. What bitch, you old? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I remember Glenda, man. My daughter, I wasn't even there. My daughter was in the fish market. And, you know, everybody, she was like, excuse me, ma'am, miss, excuse, excuse me, ma'am. And she turned around. She said, I don't even know one person because I know your grandmother. And my daughter turned around. She said, excuse me, ma'am. She said... I know Miss is your grandmother and Donna is your mother. Aisha turned to say yes. She said, "Cause you the only one." She said, "Go back down south. Y'all don't belong up here. Y'all don't even fit up here." She said, "Please say your mother." I said, "Hello." Aisha was like, "Okay, ma'am. Thank you." She said, "No, for real." She said, "Because I knew your grandmother. See, my mother taught us that. No matter where we were, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir." And people used to be like, oh, that's that slave mentality. No, it's called good upbringing. (laughs) That's what it's called. It ain't no slave mentality. You put Mr. and Mrs. on people's name. Oh, don't call me that. Just call me Robin. No, Miss Robin, I can't do that. I'm going to put a title on your name. That's how we was raised. If you got a problem with that, go down to 8 Louisiana and go down there in that cemetery and dig those people up and tell them that you don't want that. And let them figure it out, okay? And they'll get back to me. Because other than that, I am still old. And the majority of the people that's younger than me, I still say, sir, ma'am, miss, and mister and missus. I still do it. And with my kids or my grandkids, you better put mister, missus, or mister. My cousin, daughter, right? She was like Donna. I said, no, you're not. You better put cousin Donna on there. You ain't going to call me Donna. My nieces. You better put aunt. We're not the same age. But I'm grown. I don't give a fuck. I've been your age. You ain't never been mine yet. Uh-uh. We're not doing that. Now tell me y'all, oh, my God, that's triggering. That's trauma. Yeah, that's you. I ain't got shit to do with me. i tell you how Bobby Ann raised her kids. i tell you how Bobby Ann raised hers, and that's what I'm going to do. My grandson see you? He will say, yeah, excuse me, ma'am. Yes, sir. Uh, mister. That's right. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <clears throat> you don't want to be called that? Like, don't talk to him. Because he's going to tell you, listen, go talk to that lady that's in there. Because we ain't, we ain't got nothing to do with that. And he's, do- he's definitely right. I don't put children in people's and adults' business. I don't give a fuck how old you are. If you're someone's child, you're their child. I don't give a fuck if you're 40. If you are someone's child, you're their child. You don't have nothing to do with grown people business. Go get you some. I don't add on to that. Me and you are not speaking. I don't add it. I don't take it out on no one's children. That I don't do. Because that's what Bobby Ann taught us. But you know, quick people are quick. Oh, she don't talk to me. Don't talk to my kids. Keep your kids over there, ma'am. I ain't got time for that. I don't. We waste too much time on crazy. Stupidity. Bullshit. Imagine if we take that time and put it on something constructive. We'd be phenomenal. Legendary. Iconic. There's a plethora of things going on out in this world. We don't need the mess and the distress to add on to it. I keep telling y'all it's a mental war. And yeah, I'm going to speak on it a little bit because it's near the end. Where a grown man got up early in the morning and said, I'm going to get on the train, throw gas masks on and throw gas bombs and shoot up random people. If that's not something that's mental, I don't know what is. People are hurting mentally, and people are playing on people's fears and phobias. The very thing they fear, people are elevating that. And no one wants to get help because there's this lie that black folks can't get therapy because it makes you feel like you're weaker and less than. You can't sit and talk to your friends because you don't know if it's going to be posted on social media or... Your friends hang with your fucking enemies. You can't sit and talk to your family because majority of them happy that you going through some shit. So they praying for your downfall. So yes, people are holding all that shit in. And they are snapping. And this is the aftermath for what we get. Because we are not taking care of each other. Instead, we know how to hurt each other. We know how to be so ugly to one another. That... This is what you produced. Now, as they say, the chickens have come home to roost. And we don't know how to deal with it. We created the monster and turned on the light switch. And someone has blindfolded us. And all we're doing is feeling around in the dark. We can't find shit to turn off. Because we don't know where to start. And the one thing we can and we should do is start holding our own selves accountable. But instead, we want to point fingers. Oh, it's the white man. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that one. Oh, it's this. No, it's your mom and daddy because they didn't know because they mom and daddy did it to them. And we passing it on. And we hold on to it. Well, when you did this when I was three. Let it go, baby. Let it go. But we don't know how to do that. We don't. Back to getting in the swing of things. I need y'all to take some coconut oil or coconut water and put it on the side of your temples and in the center of your head and put a piece of cotton up there and wrap your head in white before you go to bed so we can kind of clean and cleanse your ori. And when you get up in the morning, hold your head and give blessings to your ori, ori is your head. And whenever you get a chance by someone that's real, not these make believe, get a head rogation, clean your head, a head washing, however you want to call it, clean your head, but get with someone that know what they're doing. And that's legit. Stop following these fly by night people but until you can get that headrogation coconut oil on the side of your temple the middle of your head the center and put a piece of cotton on top and wrap your head in white and go to sleep and when you get up in the morning give thanks and praise to your Ori. this is a mental war i keep telling y'all that it's not spiritual This is mental. People are playing on people's fears and phobias. People are taking whatever people fear the most and bringing it to light. Oh, if you think your man is cheating, girl, he's cheating. Oh, my God, I knew it. He's cheating with this one, right? And these people don't even know it. Oh, you're going to lose your job. Oh, my God, I can't be broke. Oh, my God. And wind up getting fired. (laughs) They more panicking than anything. Oh, you got uh done wrong your initiation was right oh i knew it i knew it oh my god oh my god and they wind up throwing all their reaches and they so bad as away it's mental it's mental because we are allowing people to get in our head and tell us anything and we believe it without searching without making sure we understand what it is we're doing without communicating reaching out to the elders, sitting down and learning. We don't want to do that no more. We want microwave. And we getting just what we got. Quick, fast, and fucked up. And that's what you got. If we don't start before this year's out, this is only the beginning. It's going to be the summer, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna be a hot summer, a scary summer. If we don't start making sure We are mentally strong, mentally prepared. Stop allowing people to put shit in you that they don't even know what they hold. Just putting in mess. Stop believing every goddamn thing you hear. Check people. And if they're not right, you can say, this ain't for me. I'm out. And move on with a clear conscience. Stop going back. Oh, well, I checked their page and they still going through. Why are you worrying about it? Who cares? These people are not. You got to wait. And all you can do is tell them, hey, be careful of that person. And that's it. Your, your job is done. Go and do. Go do you. But see, we like the bullshit. We, we fall for anything. The banana in the tailpipe. We fall for it. And then when we fall on our ass, we want to blame everybody and go back to Jesus. Oh, I knew it. I should have never left the Lord. Oh, my God. Sit down. And then when they fuck up in the church, you know what? I'm just going to be an atheist. I'm not going to believe in nothing. S- sit down. But let me tell you, know, hey, you give me, you give me 200. Uh, I can make that person suffer here, here. Because we ugly as I, as well on the inside. We're broken. We're hurt. We're damaged. But I'm going to tell y'all, there's still time to get it right. Baby. There's always hope. There's always hope. There's always prayers. And there's always time right now to get it right. Change the narrative. Respect yourself. Have a conversation. Sit down. Talk to your ego. If not, talk to God. And start doing better doing better. If someone call you with some bullshit, tell them, tell them something that's gonna make them sit and say, what? My dog is walking the refrigerator and the goldfish at the same time. Y'all, I got to go. And that's it. Go and live your life. Because see, when it's all said and done, you want to be remembered and know that you did Everything to the best of your ability with no regrets, or you want to lay on your fucking bed, suffer, and be like, "If only I would have listened and didn't accomplish nothing, and all you left was a few lace fronts that's still damaged, a belt, some shoes, and a bad purse." Hey, you for, for real? Seriously? Do better. I am. Do better. Do better. Because see, when you know better, you do better. You change it. Do better. Do better. You ain't got to worry about those people. Hold yourself accountable. Do what's right for you. Invest in you. Get you in alignment. Take care of you for once. All that energy you pour in everybody else, pour it in yourself first. It's not selfish. It's self full. Take care of you and stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. Ain't got shit to do with you. Sweep in front of your own front door before you go and sweep in front of somebody else's. This is Ifa Bale saying, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. And I accept all birthday gifts and all donations and all that. Thank you. And you'll see me tonight. Okay? I love you. Peace out.